The following thoughts and opinions we're going to discuss regarding this album are strictly of our own personal interests. We are not professional music reviewers. We encourage respectful discussion and friendly banter in each episode, but we do not condone and will not tolerate bullying or belligerence. You are welcome to take what we say regarding the albums we rate with a grain of salt. Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Rate the Record podcast, episode 73. Oh, my God. So... I think a couple days ago, I cracked my back and I completely knocked it out of order. So I'm really, really feeling 73 today. You're up there in the old ages. It's okay. It's going to happen to the best of us. Put me down like a broken leg horse, please. Yeah, your hosts who are bound for the glue factory for the day are Chris and... Savannah. Hell yeah, glue factory. Except uh, just like like us trying to run a podcast, we can't hold shit together. So do not buy our brand. (laughs) Nice segue. <laughs> uh, that's the best I got. But yes, we are the Race Record Podcast, and welcome to episode 73 today. Glad that you're here with us, hanging out, listening to music, and being part of the musical discussion. You know, that thing that we try to do every single week, all the time. We've been doing it for 73 solid episodes now. We're just going to keep going, apparently. But yes, once again, thank you very much for being here and hanging out. Uh, and if you like it and see what you see and or hear today, make sure you let us know how much you like what you see and or hear. There's several free ways and easy ways to do it. Like, subscribe, rate, share, comment, follow. All of those things do help us build this musical community that, you know, we're trying to build brick by brick by uh, requested album by requested album because that's also part of the. We've done plenty now. Today's a request. <laughs> we have more coming. So, yeah, I mean, whatever you can do, show us some love, help boost us up in the, uh, like, the the uh, algorithms and stuff like that and the charts and everything like that for the podcast, like the audio portions of the podcast over on YouTube. We want to get seen eyes and ears on everything we do because part of the reason why we're doing that is so people will, you know, hang out. Knowing that people have eyes and ears on me, I'm like, oh no, oh no, I have foot and mouth disease. So that's kind of like a little difficult for me. So um, yeah, just listen, listen to us on Spotify. Just, just listen. No I suppose so, but if you watch the video things, first off, uh, if you want to see Savannah's foot in her mouth, that is part of the OnlyFans uh, that we have, so by all means, go ahead and subscribe <laughs> to that. But if you don't want to subscribe to OnlyFans, because I can see why people be embarrassed about that, there's another way to financially support us. That's Kofi.com slash rate the record. You become part of the RTR Club. Five bucks a month gets you access to a bunch of bonus stuff. Uh, thank yous and shoutouts to you, and we'll put your name on the card and everything like that. Uh, and I already said bonus content, but that's fine too. And also, if you have a band and you want us to hear one of your songs and r- rank it on like a very special list or anything like that we can do that too so by all means five bucks a month or you can do one-time donation do whatever you want but regardless the options are there all of that all the streaming links kofi.com slash rate the record the album request link and the album giveaway link which this month for april 2023 we're giving away mr bungles california and it's open to canada the united states the uk and australia or big demographics for us so by all means all of those links are either found down in the description below or at rate the record.ca Hell yeah, and good luck to everyone who has entered or is thinking of entering, which you should. So the second thing I wanted to address for the video viewers, uh, you might notice something a little different. <laughs> <laughs> Audio viewers just uh, hang out for a little bit. Uh, Savannah's surrounded by flowers. <laughs> um, so I was thinking that my background for the last 73 episodes has changed slightly, but has not changed this drastically. And I felt, you know what, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do it. So I have some peel and stick wallpaper. It is completely covered in flowers and it is a stark contrast to Chris's black brooding band background. 
Yeah, essentially. Yeah, you you've literally been in two different locations for yours yes. as well, not just different backgrounds, different locations. Yes, and I finally, after a year of being at this one, I finally decided to create my little cubicle, and I have my uh, acoustic guitar behind me, which every so often will get swapped out for an electric bass. But uh, so far, I'm trying to relearn guitar. It is not working. Ah, the Elliot Smith is really getting to you now, is it? <laughs> Yeah, I remember commenting and just saying it makes me want to play my guitar again. So you I said that I a couple of times out. in that sh- that episode. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think it was the next day. Too. The next day, I bought uh, some wall hanging uh, guitar hangers. So I'm excited. Not bad, and yeah, my background. Uh, I mean, for anyone who really notices, I had a wardrobe here that kind of really boxed me in a whole lot. But now it's just a black wall because I had to tear down that wardrobe; it was falling apart and everything like that. And I just wanted a new one anyway. Uh, my event background will eventually look fairly different. Uh, I'm in the kind of stage one of that right now. So yeah, you're gonna see new things on the show as we grow and evolve. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I might hang my keyboard on the wall so I can do some sort of like, I I know Journey, there's a, a video that they have where they're like playing outside a barn or something. And the guy's playing the keyboard against the barn. I was like, cool, I should just mount it to the wall. I can do Why that. Not? I have a MIDI controller and I have a full-size uh, core Triton synthesizer over there. I could just decorate everything in the background just with my instruments. I've got my guitars and bass over Hell here. Yeah. I'm just going to have a band set up behind me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This is going to be your lead singer. Oh, gross. <laughs> cheese, cheese man. Cheese face. That's an episode Ew. four callback. <laughs> gross. Anyways, we're talking about episode four. Oh my god, yes. we're way too far ahead of that. It's episode seventy-three, and today, yeah. as mentioned before, is a request. Mm. And Hydroman Rand—that's the nickname he wants to go by—wants to take a look at Krungbin and their album Contoda Al Mundo. Now, real quick, we're obviously not fluent <laughs> in any other language, and we're, yeah. there's probably going to be butchering of words in this one. They're not all Spanish, but uh, there are a few. So forgive us, or forgive me specifically for kind of uh, just absolutely torturing these names. Names, but I mean, I'm trying and I'm just trying to get through it as well as best as I can. <laughs> uh, just like French, I can read it sort of. Um, but as soon as I go to speak it, that's when my uh, my what anglicized version of it comes out. The uh, the album Contodo El Mundo. It's like, oh, there are no accents on that whatsoever. You sound terrible. So sorry, no offense. And I think the funniest part is like there's a lot of Spanish words on this album, but at the same time, the name is actually Thai. Krungbin is actually apparently uh, in translated to English means airplane, which I'll get into into a moment because um, cool. that's uh, I explain why the band name and how that came about and everything like that. Uh, but just before we do that, uh, just so we're all on the same page, uh, if you've been here before, uh, you know sometimes we struggle with these types of things. So hey, welcome back! Glad you're here. That you can uh, hang out with us, enjoy this album. Uh, so you know what to expect. But if you're new here, welcome to the show. We hope you enjoy your stay. You came here for a request episode, so if you have one, remember we will do a request album for you. But regardless, uh, that means you probably don't know what we do here on the show. So each week, Savannah and I will take an album, we'll discuss it at length from front to back, and it could be completely random. It could be a request episode like today. Or it could even be celebrating anniversary, which we just did. Uh, I think the most recent one was Depeche Mode's uh, yes. Songs of Faith and Devotion yeah. for episode 70. So, yeah, we we choose an album one way or another. And as I mentioned, we do discuss it front to back at length. Then we'll rank the songs and then we rate the, the record. record. Not waiting for you. 
it was fine. I purposely did it. Well, because I was watching you in the camera and I saw you like freeze and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I don't care. I'm not stopping. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I'm the shit disturber here. I think maybe this might be the first week in a while where I've remembered to say everything in the beginning. I've, there's always at least something I forget to do in the beginning. I think I covered all the ground this time. Links in bio. Done. Don't have to say anything else. Yeah, but sometimes you describe it like, what are we doing for the album giveaway this month? Which I already said, Mr. Buggles, California. Go check it out. Yeah, links in bio. Go check Fine. out that episode too. Episode seven, one of the most popular oh, yeah. we have. The second most popular episode we have right behind... Um, just another call out. Why not? Arctic Monkeys we did for episode yeah. 44. That is the most popular episode, but Mr. Bungles California is number two. So go ahead. Check that out. If Arctic Monkeys wasn't so solid for a debut record, I don't think it would be the most popular. But my God, I mean, go watch it and find out what we thought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where did it fall on our tier list? You might find out a little later, but you can also go find out. But speaking of finding out a little later... That means you'll find out towards the end of the episode. We got to get this thing started. So first, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Krungbin and their album Contoto El Mundo. So Krungbin is a three-piece indie psychedelic rock band from Houston, Texas. The band consists of bassist and vocalist Laura Lee, guitarist Mark Spear, and Donald Johnson on drums, keys, and piano. Spear and Johnson originally met in 2004 when both played for a gospel church band in Houston. Eventually, Spear met Lee in 2007, and they bonded over their love of Afghan music and Middle Eastern architecture. Lee would learn bass uh, with help from Spear, which would eventually lead to the creation of the band in 2010. Lee named the band, which is the English word for airplane. It just so happened to be her favorite Thai word as she was learning the language at the time. So it's it's pretty, pretty simple, but apparently they uh, went on to regret that because it's not very easy to pronounce. <laughs> I had to look up two different videos on how to pronounce it properly. Krungbin, that's, that's what I got out of it. Krungbin. I'm probably still saying it wrong. Yeah, there's probably some sort of rolling R or something somewhere. Oh, probably. Uh, they would release their first album in November 2015, and it would be just a little over two years. Yes, a little over two years before they released their second album and today's feature. So Contoto El Mundo was released in January 2018 through Dead Ocean Records and Nighttime Stories Records. The album was produced by the band and Grammy Award winning producer Steve uh, Christensen, who also worked on an album for Steve Earle in 2009. That's So that's way past Steve Earle's uh, Copperhead Road days. But so... Uh, but hey, that album won a Grammy and he won a Grammy for it. So yeah, why not? That'd be good work, right? Uh, they would. I already read that part. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm uh, focusing on what I'm doing here. The album has mostly favorable reviews, including holding a 78 on Metacritic, 9 out of 10 by Clash, 8 out of 10 by Exclaim, and a 3.5 out of 5 by our good friends over at All Music. Jesus. The album spawned uh, two singles. Maria Tembian and Friday Morning. Again, I probably pronounced that last one wrong. But yeah, uh, th there wasn't really a lot of accolades going on on this one. And like there wasn't like chart topping things. So there wasn't much to read for it. So yeah. there you go. Cool. I always read that uh, Maria Tambien. I just see it as a French word being Canadian. Anything that looks like that. I'm like, oh, that's definitely Tambien. French. <laughs> Tambien. <laughs> Maria Tambien. Tambian or something like that. I, again, just, we're, we're both going to say it wrong. That's fine. Um, so usually on the request episodes too, uh, part of the form that you could see is we usually ask people like, you know, tell us your thoughts on the album, why you chose it and everything like that. And we're glad to read it on air. And uh, Hydro Man Ran wants us to read his little blurb, blurb here. Nice. So I'm happy to do it. 
So he says, I discovered this band at the beginning of COVID when I started watching NPR Tiny Desk Concerts. <gasps> I watched that. I have two, and I believe yeah. I saw Run the Jewels on that, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh. But I, I, I've i seen a couple of them. They're pretty cool. Yeah. This is a mainly instrumental album with influences from around the world, but made palatable for ignorant American by being grounded in funk and blues. This album, I found, a, is a really good anchor for me on difficult days at work. It has a chill vibe where I can kick back with my favorite adult beverage and unwind. <laughs> Buddy, cheers. I got you here. Hell yeah. <laughs> Take a quick mouthful just for that one. Uh, my favorite track is probably August 10. It is hard for me to rate the songs individually as overall, it just has the perfect flow. Uh, and the rest of that, what he says there is like his album rating. Uh, I'm going to leave that one until we get to the end. Yep. So it's hard for you to rate each individual song, but you're making us do it. Man, I found it difficult as well, so I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, well, at least the pressure's not on them. Tell us as much or as little as you want. <laughs> we have some people in the comments in some of our videos who literally rank every song. And then which we is awesome. And sometimes we just get people naming like their top two or three favorites, which is fine too. Yeah. We're well, obligated to say everything. We can't just leave out a half of the album. Like, oh, that album, that half the album wasn't great. So here's just like four of the songs. Oh my God, it'd be so much easier if we could though. <laughs> uh, no one would give a shit for what we do. <laughs> fair but do fair. they anyways we'll find that out another time for now we actually have to get on with this episode so let's do this again not good with the spanish language so forgive me for butchering some things but song number one como me quieres uh this song sounds like i'm sitting okay i'm just gonna preface this and i know that i preface a lot of uh my reviews um but this one specifically for me, it was a lot about how it made me feel and the imagery in my head and a lot less of, hey, I like this guitar. Hey, this is awesome. Except I do have some little bits where I praise them greatly. Uh, this song sounds like I'm sitting next to a trickling stream in the deserts of somewhere very arid. It feels very chill and relaxing. Yeah, I definitely get some imagery throughout this entire album because it it, it kind of has like a certain kind of vibe to it and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was like immediately kind of gave off that like airy kind of dream pop or dream rock kind of feeling. I, I like I know that like I know that's called like bedroom pop too. That's kind of like along the same lines, but that's yeah. kind of the vibes I'm getting from this one. Very chill and easy to get into the album with. Uh, and the groove's really nice between the bass and drums. I like that. That happens a lot yeah. in this album too, where you just kind of like enjoy that groove that's going on. Um, for this song in particular, maybe it's because the first one I was just being introduced to it, but um. I did write the note for this one that I don't necessarily have for the next bunch of songs. I said the guitars, unfortunately, feel like a bit of an afterthought because they're like, they're kind of distant in the background. It's like more of a thicker reverb layer on them too. So it just yeah. kind of feels like, it feels kind of disconnected. Uh, yeah. Whereas like the drums and the bass are pretty like straightforward. You have these layers kind of sprinkled in, which are okay with being in the background, but the guitar just doesn't really feel like it's technically or truly part of the song. I don't know. It's weird. Not that I didn't like it, but just, I felt the disconnect in the instruments there. Interesting. Um, I I didn't really, I kind of likened the guitar throughout this entire album as just sort of like a replacement vocals. And there are a lot of times that I will feel like the vocals are just sort of pasted on top of the music. So it didn't really, I didn't really feel that too much just because I kind of assumed that the guitar was like singing, I suppose. Um, which leads me to my next point that the guitar feels like it's telling me a story that I have to decode. It's like, it's saying something, it's bringing me somewhere, but it's like in a dream sequence, like when you're actually dreaming and you know that you're following somebody, 
but it's like as soon as you look at them, they have like an eye down on their chin, an eye where it should be, their nose is upside down and everything's like skewed. And you kind of have to figure out the meaning of it from sort of how you felt. And that's how I, I felt about this song. And I like you said, I really like the the bass line is very nice. And when the guitar is just strumming slowly, the bass comes in with like it's part of the story. It kind of takes center stage in front of the guitar and they kind of swap back and forth. And that was nice. I, I find there's other songs in album. I do mention it when it comes up a lot too, uh, where the bass and guitar are far more playful with each other. Yeah. But not in this one though. Like this kind of feels like your kind of typical introduction of this is what everything sounds like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like even in the next song, which we'll get to in a second, like I felt it was a lot more playful together and it works. And so I enjoyed a lot more about it. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I have to say though, uh, aside from that is um, I still appreciate like the warm sunset type of vibe that I'm getting from the song. So that kind of goes with yeah. the desert idea in the beginning there. Hell yeah. I, I like what I'm hearing. It's not the most like exciting uh, introduction to the album, but it's not bad either. Um, I feel like it, it's kind of psychedelic kind of, again, like doing drugs in the desert sort of feel. And I definitely would not do drugs to this. Not at all. Not one bit. doesn't seem like such a harsh record. I, I bet it could work out pretty well. Probably. I like how it ended, how the song ended. It didn't fade out. It had a definite end. So that was kind of nice. It was sort of like bookended and uh, it was its own thing. Um, for this album, I will be giving it uh, a danceable score out of 10. Uh, this song, six out of ten, mostly swaying. I feel like that's going to be a, like a lot of options on this album. <laughs> yes, there there is one that is fairly danceable, but this one in particular, it was mostly a sort of side to side little sway. Nothing too crazy. Didn't involve my feet at all. Well, there you go. Again, I f- I still feel like that's going to be like a lot of the songs on this album. <laughs> it might be. You'll have to see. Well, let's see where the next one lands. Since so song number two, "Lady and Man." Feels like it kind of, like like the last one kind of feels like it weaves in and out of like dreaminess and reality. A lot of the songs, uh, spoiler, have heavy reverb on the guitar, so it is very dreamlike and very wistful. I suppose I don't know if I'm using that term correctly, but it just seems like if you took some chiffon fabric and put it in the wind, that would be this song. So you just, I just I just imagine like clothes hanging from the line drying yes. outside in the wind. But like it's a lot the, simpler, my my little banana loaf brain. But a sh- but sheer fabric, so it blows a lot better than cottonwood. Fair enough. Yeah. So you get like your table linens out there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like table linens in the wind. Exactly. Um, th- this is one of the first songs where I'll say that th- this is where I felt the guitar and bass were really more playful with each other as com- compared to the first one. Mm-hmm. Although this song has like a very similar groove and vibe to the first track. Yes. Like it doesn't feel like it changed up too much, but enough that you can kind of tell. So like, that's okay. But yeah, I do like, again, like the playfulness between the two instruments. I think it was a lot better. Uh, the chemistry was definitely there. So there was a lot more to enjoy about it, I would think. Uh, and the snare had a great tone in this one too. The 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 drum tone changes from song to song. Sometimes it kind of goes back to one, it'll go back to the other. This one had like a good like lower punchy clean tone to it, and I thought it, it accents the beat really well. So uh, that caught my attention. I enjoy it. Um. Yes. Speaking of the drums, I like the little additions of like bright percussion, and I just assume that it's like the bell of the cymbal, so it's kind of like little 
punchy, I guess, but it definitely contrasts the sort of constant snare sort of keeping on beat. It adds something. I like that. And I find the drums sound programmed and I don't understand how a band can be so tight and so on time. Like it doesn't like I, I watched that, uh, the tiny desk NPR video. I also watched one, I think for pitchfork, um, because I would just, I wanted to see really what they were doing to get this sound. And it's just as on time and just as tight live. Holy shit. For a band that has only been together for eight years. Like, I wonder, like, did you mention that they knew each other long before they got together? Well, well, the guitars and drummer did. And then, uh, Laura Lee came a little later on, like around 2007, 2008. She didn't really start playing bass though until like 2000 nine or 10, I would think. Okay. That, that makes, that makes a lot more sense then. Cause I thought that maybe since 2015 that they were playing, I'm like, man, they got really good really fast, but that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. So, I mean, like the band is, I guess they've known each other as a band now for like 13 years at this point. Yeah. Uh, they're so real tight. Yeah. And it, it can't be too hard to develop chemistry. Like when you find something with someone and you click, like it, it'll just, click like sometimes you don't have to wait long like you just yeah. kind of know almost immediately and this is probably one of those instances yeah whereas good some, choice whereas some bands they will uh revolving doors their members until there's like 26 previous members and then you have to do a wikipedia search on every single one of them and it gets kind of weird <laughs> okay, okay okay hold on so just a sidetrack just to to jump off of what you just said So there were little bits of this album that I'm like, oh, this sound, you know, it sounds pretty funky because the bass is pretty funky. And then I just, for some reason, went to Google Parliament because I'm like, oh, it kind of reminds me of, you know, like Booty Call and sort of bass, little funk, stuff like that. There is an entire Wikipedia page just dedicated to the various members of Parliament, Funkadelic, anything else George Clinton has ever touched in his whole life. I did not know there were that many, that many members of that band or any spinoff bands. There were like female, whole female bands that were like, the funkettes holy crapperoni yeah i've liked plenty of bands that have like <laughs> have had a lot of previous members like yeah i'm a nine inch nails fan and i mean for the most part of the career it's just been trent but then there's like been a revolving door of like 14 or 15 musicians which i think three or four of them are still technically active with the band right now like yeah. touring but i mean yeah just even hell even drush has like had like 10 fucking members or something like that who rush no, uh, Hell so no. All, all before the first album dropped, they yeah. ha- they previously had a different bassist. They had like yeah. a bunch of different they people, s- a different singer come in. They have they have like at least nine people, I think, who really. Came in. Like, I thought it was just somebody before Getty and then uh, John Rutsey before Neil Peart. Uh, apparently, there's a few more, and that, that kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> I am I am aghast with this information. <laughs> I learned that not too long ago, all because of my classic rock radio show. God damn, I'm gonna flip that up. Fucking plug, hell. Plug. I should know that. I should know that. You yeah, think plug you, it out, plug away. Hell yeah. You think you would, but you're you're more familiar with like eighties and nineties rush, so you only know the staple three, which everyone does. You don't know about the all the other members and stuff like hey. that. I can't remember their names at all. <laughs> hey, I know John Rutsey left because of complications with the diabetes and he couldn't uh tour and then he passed away. 
that was it. He was probably a heavy drinker then because I could, as a diabetic myself, like that's something I always have to be very cautious about. Yeah. Oh, I don't doubt that at all. In the 70s in a band? Um, I just realized I haven't said much more about the song yet. Yeah, keep going. Please. <laughs> uh, I only got two more notes anyways. Uh, so there's like this quiet auxiliary that kind of plays in the background every once in a while. And I thought like that added more to that dreamy quality of the music. So I thought it was a good job of keeping up that consistency. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was pretty cool. And then th this is one of the songs where you kind of get, you don't kind of get, you do get vocals out of it, um, which that kind of comes up at different points in the album as well. But this one felt like the most useless uh, use of them, I guess, in fear of being redundant there. Uh, yeah, it, it was kind of weird because the vocals kind of like really dissonant in the background. Uh, it didn't really make a difference to the track. And it just, yeah, it felt like it was kind of like a waste of space here didn't make me hate the song or anything but just i didn't see the point in having what they did especially with it being so quiet and distant i liked it i i enjoy the sort of vocal embellishments that are really just ah uh, and ooh and just like that's it maybe they say random things randomly but I also have listened to Stereo Lab and this band that I found on Spotify, Boards of Canada. I'm pretty sure if if you're watching this, you already know who they are, but uh, they're kind of in the same vein. And I really like that. So hearing this, I'm like, oh, it's more of something that I already like. This is fantastic. Um, but really just my notes for, for this one. Like you said already, bass and drums work so nicely together. Um, I like the bells. That was cool. There are a lot of auxiliary percussion instruments here and coming up. There's one song where I'm just like trying to count them all. There's at least half a dozen of just random things. I assume they found a box in a closet and they're like, all right, let's add all of them. Let's do it. But it doesn't sound too bad. Um, so far, it's only been two songs. I like it so far. And this song is an eight and a half out of 10 danceable head bobbing enough. My neck hurts. Really? You get I'm, that out of I'm this healed. One. I'm healed. Well, cause like I'll sit there and I'll like do it to the beat. But now you're doing a little too hard. Yeah. Well, I'm also sort of exaggerating, but I mean, it's not like I ended up in like a neck brace I, I would like to anything. imagine <laughs> Bob so hard and you're not even listening to death metal or something like that it's like that would injure your neck this and, then, and then death metal I'm sitting like you with my arms crossed I'm like eh, I've heard better you're and just like <laughs> you're kind of toe tapping a little bit <laughs> right like, like a fall like a father at a Taylor Swift concert it's like yeah this is all right <laughs> okay I can hear the beat I don't care but I could like, it's kind of catchy at the very least I don't know why I made him kind of a Texan but hey <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, this band's from Texas, so there you go. All hey, ties in. He was just kind of bleeding into me a little bit. <laughs> but those those vocals, though, I just I, I can't get over them because, like, if, if audio listeners, if you're not listening to the album, here's an idea. It's like, I went to college. I love it. I've been a doctor. Like, you, you can barely yeah. hear me when I'm saying that, and that's exactly yeah. what it sounded like on the album. I, don't I, know, I like it. It's not, it's unobtrusive. It's just, yeah. Well, and I'll like say it. this because this comes up uh, with other points in the album too when they sing. At the very least, when vocals come back up at later points in the album, whether it's just like humming or it's actually like lyrical, uh, it's very reverbed. And so it feels, I actually literally say this point at another point in this album too, is that uh, it just makes it feel more like the atmosphere of the song and it adds to it. So it feels better. Whereas this yeah. one wasn't really that. It feels, like a, it feels like a choir that was at the back of the room. It's just like, 
Come on, guys. The microphone's over here. What are you, Bob Dylan? Get over here. You know what? You just said that so you could do a do an impression, and uh, you're not going to do that today. No, your guitar made me want to do that, actually. Oh, damn it. What's uh, that I see behind you? I really just want to take it down and smash it to the floor. Um, I, I feel like there are so many albums that we review that you're like, oh, I can't believe you think that. Or, oh, I don't think that. I don't agree. And then you end up rate, rating it a lot higher than I do. I think this request was like, hmm, let's see what Savannah will like. I think she'll like this. And you know what? You are on the money. So thank you. Is that a spoiler for the entire album? I mean, I'm probably not going to say any of them were shit. So this was terrible and it made me want to slap a baby this album was bad and you should feel bad yeah yeah exactly and i cried halfway through there you go well then let's see how much you cried for, for during this next song so uh song number three maria tambien or Tim tambien yeah <laughs> if you're, if you're tambien. well I, I will never give up an opportunity to make a subpar disgusting french accent so meanwhile you apologize for every other accent you do how strange <laughs> I, I want to say I want to say things as a joke, but I also don't want them to be taken seriously. So I'm going to keep them inside. And they are, they are regarding the French. Um, keep yourself safe. <laughs> so, I'm like those cheese-eating surrender monkeys. But anyway. <laughs> it's the Quebecois. Anyways, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Um, so for this song, I... Uh, I like, okay, like I had mentioned earlier, I like that the guitar kind of feels like vocals itself. There are certain songs where it's a little bit more prevalent to me, but there is, I, I don't know if it's really the main riff. I know that it comes up like pretty much when the song starts where the guitar slides like between two notes and it just keep kind of does it maybe two or three times and plays something else and it slides back two or three times. And it feels like it's rolling downhill doing that because it's like, do, do, do. And then it plays something else. And it just reminds me of like being in a tube rolling down a hill. And I don't know why, but for like the whole song, all I got was imagery of like kids playing and rolling down a hill. I can only imagine this was actually an experimental band, like a far more experimental band. They put it like a, one of those wireless preamps, plugged it into the guitar, and then just whip it down a hill when they hit the record <laughs> button. So whatever sounds come out is like your guitar. If yeah. They have the like, done and done. Yeah, it's like recreate this on the guitar. Done and done. Now, at, I like it. At, at, that I mean, point, I just start, at that point, I just start punching and elbow dropping my guitar. Just like, that's how I reenact that sound. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. Yeah, so... Uh, this, the pacing does pick up a little more in this track too so it's definitely like more fun and bouncy at the very least I do like that um, and some of the keyboard passages like they have like nice little touches in here and the, they're interesting little layers adding like a good texture to the sound at the very least so th there's a lot more going on in the song that I'm actually enjoying so far and like I, I like this too because the song doesn't really overstay its welcome. Not that any song really does like there's not really many long songs on this yeah, album I think just one yeah, like the final song, I think is like just over six minutes or something yeah. along the lines of that. But uh, yeah, like this one, this one's good. I'm glad it didn't go on too long. It's only three minutes and 10 seconds. It kind of did what it needed to. And I appreciate what it left us with. So yeah, this one was an enjoyable track. I like it. Uh, this is the one uh, where I mentioned that there's so many random instruments here that it feels like they chose some out of a box and they really hit the mark with it. There's like 
I, I don't know what this is called, but it, it's a, I don't even really know how to describe it. Aside when you hit it, it kind of makes like a, it's not like a rattlesnake noise, maybe. I don't know. I think it has like a a little wooden ball on the end and it's like a metal piece that you hit the ball oh, yeah. and it goes I, like. Yeah, yeah I, know what you're talking about. I can't remember what it's called. Though. Yeah. I got to find out what it's called, but that's in this. And then there's like, I know that there's hand drums. I don't recall if there's hand drums in this one, but I know that they exist. Um, but I, I find that the use of different instruments, especially different percussive instruments, sweet. I like that a lot. And I find that the clapping is very fun and kind of adds a playfulness to it because it's just like eighth note clapping here and there. Um, eight out of 10 danceable. I'd shake my ass while clapping with no shame. There you go. See, now you're trying yeah. to move a little more. Hell yeah. But are yeah, your feet was, moving on this one? Um, no, just my butt. Because I did pull my back, I can't move too much. So it was just moving back and forth. Well, then I, if you hurt your back, then all you have to do is like, while you're standing there, just flex your butt cheeks, left, right, left, right, left, right. See, at least you're moving your ass at that point, but you don't have to like hurt yourself doing it. I do that when I have to pee and someone else is in the bathroom. You flex your butt cheeks one at a time. <laughs> the next song is called August 10. <laughs> hey, you're the one who brought that up. So I'm just, I'm just getting the, uh, the hard details now. I'm just trying, I'm just trying to get a reaction. That's all. And I'm also trying to not elaborate on any of the bullshit that I say. Yeah. Because once you realize you're tied up in one of your lies, you'll, you'll lose everywhere you've already been. This one liner was hilarious. I do not have a second line. Let's move on. <laughs> you'll try to convince me you had like a green streak in your hair at one point. Then later on in the story, you'll tell me it was yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yes, we'll move on to song number four. August 10, very close to one of my favorite sushi restaurants, August 8. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing that I thought of, too. I was like, ah, something local to me. Cool. But I didn't I want to mention it, so I'm glad, that, I'm glad that you said something. I literally I've actually just, never, never been there before. Is it good? You've never been to August 8? There's, like, plenty I, in the city. I'm not plenty. I, there's, there's, like, three. Yeah. No, I haven't. I've been to the uh, the other place there's a few other places. Yeah, I just town. don't want to start list, listing local places. I've been I've been to Spring, and that was good. But I've oh, never okay. been to August Eight. I've I've been to, I've been to both the sushi place for Spring and the uh, Korean barbecue. Yeah, all good stuff. I love it. Nice. And, and uh, to answer your question, yeah, August Eight is fine. It's it's good. It's that's not the best place I've been to, but it's good. Cool. Sponsor us, and I'll say some better things. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's now a restaurant review. Yeah, podcast. last week's all about Maybelline. <laughs> this week is all about August Eight Sushi. Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, this is another very chill and dreamy track too. I mean, um, there is light singing passages in this one as well, and they actually work really well with the song. As I said before, too, it's because like because it's so reverbed and echoey, it just feels like part of the atmosphere. So it fits a lot more than just being somewhere in the back of the room over here. Yeah. So yeah, more to appreciate about it. I like it this time. I I like that it's a slowdown, and I I can't even say slowdown because they're all fairly palatable and nothing too aggressive or crazy. So in the grand scheme of things, this is just a little slower than the songs preceding it. Um, it sounds like there are wood blocks here. I don't know if that's the keyboard or actual wood blocks. Probably not. But it's just so funky and just so nice and pleasing to hear. I find myself shoulder dancing to the bass. It's just 
So you you started with your butt, now you're going to the chest. Like this is just we're building up to a full body Elaine dance. I'm telling you. That's when you know things have gone wrong, though. Oh, we're getting there. Oh, we are so getting there. Settle down. We still have a podcast to get through. <laughs> I can't. If I'm you tricked. actually hurt yourself during the <laughs> podcast, I will continue without you and your score will be irrelevant. I'm like stuck at a 90 degree. I'm like, I am in so much pain. I like I, I hope that if you hurt yourself, that's really dark to say, but if you do, I, yeah. I hope you can hear the snap of a bone or like <laughs> some sort of crink. So that way I can like amplify your volume and you can hear just <laughs> that's terrible. How how it happened was kind of like that. I'm laying in bed and you know, I'm trying to imagine my head sort of on a string is being pulled, my legs are being stretched. I'm like, I'm gonna stretch my back. And then my back cracked, and then all it was was, oh fuck. Oh, that hurt. That hurt so much. A solid 20 seconds of like, don't move. Yeah. Well, like like for work, I spent eight hours walking on a cement floor. So I mean that's terrible. I to hope you have with. orthopedic shoes. Jesus. Oh my god. Well, I have to wear steel toes. I'm not. I'm not divulging where I work, but I have to wear a, shitty a steel toes. A place that requires steel toe shoes. Yeah, I, I, I work in like a warehouse, but, um, but yeah, no, it sucks. I'm old and no, my bones will not break for your enjoyment. I will break them in the privacy of my own home by myself. Thank you. But what if it means we actually get like paid to do this podcast? People want to hear you break your bones. $200 and I'll purposely break my own back. I'm just like, hey, check this out and twist my finger the wrong way. It's like, money, please. Ow, ow. That's some, that's some, black, that's some dark web shit. Hell I'll yeah. Cut my, I'll cut my own arm off for $5,000. Oh, I, I'm not losing a limb. I'm just willing to break them. That's all. You know, the, the, the hand has a lot of bones in it. Just saying that. So I've broken my foot. I know. <laughs> for so every $100 donated oh in the chat that we clearly do not have, I'll break a single bone in my hand. Want me to break all the bones in my hand? Start donating those, that cash quickly. All that money is just to supplement you being off work. That's fine. That's then so I just had to sit around with a sore hand for a while. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so grossed out. Anyways, my last my last point, eight out of ten danceable if you really try. Um, the only other points I have for this one, uh this one's got like lighter percussion in it too. Maybe like at this point in the album, I was willing to say that it was the smoothest song on the track list so far. Uh so that was nice. Here's some imagery for you. I wrote verbatim. This is a peaceful uh this is a peaceful time floating in the water at the beach with the sun beaming down on you. That's kind of what I got from this one. I like, like that. You're kind of like in a floaty tube, but there's not a lot of people around the beach, so you're just kind of floating out there. Nice breeze. You're not hearing traffic or idiot kids or anything like that. You just the sun's down. You got your sunglasses on. Good times. Good times. And you hear a jet ski with some Chad yelling, "Get out the way!" <laughs> See that 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 would ruin my illusion. That that'd be like suddenly throwing like the locust into the middle of this. <laughs> it, it, it like splashes you on your dinghy. <laughs> I'm not on a dig I'm on a, I'm on a float tube. That's what I'm doing. Okay, a float tube that looks like a unicorn. <laughs> sure, why not? I'll take that. I do not oh. have enough money for a dinghy. <laughs> oh my god. My dangling. My ding. Okay. Where's this podcast going? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea, but I'm starting to think we should stop drinking while we record. Hell no. 
I've I've drunk I've had I've I can, Jesus Christ I can speak apparently, it is funny. This is the only beer I've had all day. Like uh, I'm, so, I'm sure it has. <laughs> I've been working a lot today. I've been busy. Um, oh God, I don't even know what I was going to say now. Uh, if, uh, if it was about my dingling, I don't really care. Uh, so the only other note I have is that there's not much else happening in this track. Um, yeah. you have these like small layers kind of sprinkled through and everything like that, but like nothing's too outstanding with the song. So as much as certain parts I liked. It was getting to that point in the album where it's just like, I need something else to pick me up at this point. Yeah. And I'm, it does I'm, not happen with this next song. No, but I'm just trying to remember what I was going to say before. <laughs> I don't remember anymore. Oh, my God. I don't even know where my head is at this point. We'll All just right. insert it later on in post. We'll fix it in post. I don't even think I'll remember that either. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, oh, I was going to say, though, that um, I, I've had a beer or a drink for almost every single episode that we've done. There's some one I haven't, but then there's yeah. most that I have. So tell me to stop drinking now. It's a little too late. I, I've actually decided because I'm not much of a drinker anyways. Um, I have two beers when we record and that's it. I don't even drink during the week. So uh, part of me actually kind of looks forward to recording because I'm like, I get to have some drinks. This is awesome. <laughs> well, if we ever actually do a drunk stream for Kofi, then you then you have to get yourself a six pack. Let's go. Oh, that oh, that's fine. That's fine. And because I don't drink often, oh, I think I'll hit three and the, the loop de happens. Well, and that's why I said a six pack. Like that should be way more than enough. <laughs> oh yeah. Does anyone want to see tomato face savannah? Oh, that's what you'll get. Oh, We're gonna not find remembering out. my words can't be I can't breathe and my face is red as hell. We'll find out if you're uh, friendly or belligerent very, very quickly. Oh, so friendly. I Says if I'm a person who uh, hasn't seen herself drunk. Um, I I'm not an angry drunk at all. Zero uh, percent. Um, I'm also very introverted and I kind of keep to myself. But when I'm drinking, oh, my God, everyone's my best friend. I want to hug everyone. I want to touch everything. It is awesome. <laughs> It's a good thing you didn't rearrange those words. I want to hug everything and touch everyone. It's like, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> that was an alcohol you had. That was LSD. Ah, there you go. Getting a little more intense. All right, so we're halfway through the album now. Let's just keep on moving because we are just dragging at this point. Song number five, Como Te Quiero. The song kind of felt a little sad, but like not in a this is sad way in, in kind of like a, I need this way. I, I don't know really what I meant by that note, but the, I also have, have one that says it's like a lovely slow dance. So I don't really know. Excuse me. Holy burping today. Uh, I mute myself every time. Trust me. Mine get pretty loud. Normally I will, but man, that one just creeped up. Um, it, I don't know. It, it kind of maybe not sad. Maybe that's the wrong word. It kind of felt emotional. So it was kind of like, I, I felt emotion through the music, which I guess now I don't really feel too much when I listen to music. It's hard to kind of connect to me probably because I, I intake too much that I just sort of brush off a lot of it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, but this one felt sort of emotional. Um, and the vocals sound like they're underwater. So maybe it's sort of what you were saying, where it's like far enough away. But I assume that they're drowning because it sounds so underwater. It feels emotional. It just sort of, it felt heavy to me. 
I think that just adds again, once again, to like the more uh, dreamy quality of the album. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, yeah, no, that's my next note. The guitar is so dreamy. <laughs> I, I did a, a Google Translate of the title on this one because I realized how similar it is to the first song. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe it came out to was uh, um, this song is um, How I Love You or something like that. And oh. the first one is How You Love Me. Interesting. So there's definitely some sort of like narrative going on here. Ooh, maybe that's the emotional feeling. Mm. So the first song felt like a little uh, more uppy and going. So like, oh, you love me like a like a good time, but it's like I yeah. love you just like a gentle embrace. Yeah, or it's like I love you more than you love me, so it's more intense and more. You just feel intense. it's like the, both these people <laughs> feel love in different ways. I guess yeah, and love for their partner in different ways. Yeah. One's more like, hey, we're just we're here to have a good time. The other one's like, no, can we just like just mm, and then hugs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love me so much. Um, I did notice that like although it kind of picks up a little bit as it goes, this record almost seems to be slowing down significantly at this point because it's probably one of the slower, if not the slowest song on the album. Yeah. Uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh I would hope for a little more life soon at this point, though, because we're halfway through. Haven't had tons of energy to kind of ride off on, so it'd just be nice yeah. to have a bit more of a pickup. I'm not expecting anything insanely heavy or insanely fast at this point, but like yeah. you can still have like a good, like funky energy going on and everything like that. Um, and as I did mention too that this this is kind of a call and answer to, to the uh, first track. Um, I, I I do understand that, I guess. Um, but they do feel like a little too off of each other. Like, I think if you're if you're trying to tie in a story, like if it, it, there is some sort of narrative here, like usually that's where the lyrics will come in to do it. But because like that's not really significant on this album, like mm-hmm. I don't know. I would at least expect like a motif being repeated from the first track or vice versa that can like you know you can see where the attachment is. So or like I think, a, a riff where you're like, Oh, I heard this already. Cool. Well, yeah. And that's kind of what a motif is. Yeah. Where it's like you, this one main riff that you hear in several yeah. songs and that like have uh, one day when we eventually do the downward spiral by nine inch nails, you, you'll hear one particular riff happen like 20 times in that album, but it's supposed to be like a connecting narrative theme. Yeah. Uh, but like, so I was hoping for something like that out of this. I didn't get it, but uh, again, it's not terrible or anything like that. So it, it's all right. And also because of the pacing and simplicity to the riffs and everything like that, it actually makes everything like fairly memorable and hummable. So I guess catchy would be the word to use. Yeah. But yeah, this, this one wasn't so bad. It was a nice calm down, but I'm still hoping for a little more energy. Uh, two out of 10 danceable. It's more of a thinker, to be honest, where you sit there and you're like, I'm going to sit here and listen to it. You don't really bop around to it. What what about you and your partner slow dancing on like a dock or something like that at nighttime in front of a fire or something? I don't know. Fuck, I think there's one song coming up that it feels like it's like a prom, like the kind, yeah, the kind of prom where it's like you see it in the movies, <clears throat> excuse me, and you see the band on the stage playing and they have these lights on them, but all they are just like polka dots. You know what I mean? Where it's a movie and it's kind of set in the 80s or something. There's a, a song that kind of gives me that vibe. It's not this one, but it's uh, it's another one coming up. The only prom scene I ever think of is in Carrie. <laughs> that, is, that is vastly different than the romanticized version I'm talking about. You just hear this song while sometimes pig <laughs> blood dripped on them. And, and then yeah. like 
people are dying, explosions and fire, just gentle guitars still going. It's kind of like those dudes who went down with the Titanic, the band that went down with the Titanic. Oh, they're still Except, playing their violins. Well, looks like we're not getting out of this gym. Might as well keep going and just playing like nice, gentle riffs. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that is so sad. It is, but thankfully it's been it's been over a hundred years, so we're allowed to laugh at it now. There's a statute of limitation on tragedy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Tra- tragedy plus time equals comedy. And yeah, that time is usually at least two weeks minimum. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Try me. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Song number six, Shades of Man. If you close your eyes while this while this song is on, you lose sense of time and space, and you are immediately transported to another planet. Uh, I, I guess, I don't know. Um, this is another one of those points in the album where I realized like, it's kind of like, I've been here before deja vu. It's happening again. Yes. Not necessarily that it sounds bad, but just like, it, I, I don't like being this lost in the album, especially when I'm listening to it critically. Like I like being lost in it. If I can just like, if I'm in the mood for it, or I just have it on the background while they do other things, or maybe I'm like laying down trying to take a nap and like, sometimes I'll put on music quietly. This is yeah. the kind of thing I would probably put on, but like, Listen to it critically, like there's 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 not much more catch me at this point. So it's 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 harder to like really feel those things, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so this album's like kind of starting to lose me a little bit. It, but again, it doesn't necessarily sound bad, so I, I don't know what else to say without making it sound like I'm ripping on it completely. Yeah. Uh I definitely understand that. Um excuse me. I feel the same way about sort of putting it on as you do your sort of day to day. It definitely is a nice soundtrack for just existing. Um, But yeah, listening to it critically, it is a little difficult. um, Not only because some of the songs sort of have a lot of the same elements. um, It's just sort of what else is there to say after a specific point. Um, for this one, I do like that the bass follows the guitar this time and it kind of feels like a duet. It's not just the guitar slapped on top. Like you had mentioned, it was, it was interacting and I like that a lot. And again, the drums still on point and I find the, the vocals are gorgeous and pleasing, but I think I just like, I like her voice. I like the, the tone. So even auxiliary vocals or main vocals. I like it. Yeah, because again, it matches. A lot of the vocals that happen here are like very atmospheric, so it's yeah. it's hard to ca- like catch on too much. Like you can hear her tone, but it's like again, it sounds very far away. Yeah. Uh, which again, as long as it's part of the atmosphere, it works, and so I like that too. Yeah. And yeah, my only other note, literally, is just uh, kind of going on what you said. I do like that the guitar and bass are still very playful. Again, the chemistry is still there. Everything's yeah. still good. So there's that much going for it. I do like that. Yeah, and I I. <laughs> If you listen to the song in its entirety at the end, it is somebody trying to pronounce the band name. And it was super helpful because saying the band name for people like us who tend to butcher everything, I was very pleased. Uh, you went to other sources. I got it from this song and I was like, Krungbin. I was like, there are far too many letters for that to be. For that to be the name, because I would try to be a Kruang bit. And they're like you said, they're probably so fucking sick of hearing their name butchered. Completely. I, I originally kept saying Krangbin when I was uh, yeah. like getting ready to review the album. I was like, I need to know if this is right. And I'm like, yeah. And then, and then I looked at it again. I'm like, that doesn't even look like it would be Spanish. That does not look like a Spanish <laughs> word. And yeah. so it's a good thing I found on Wikipedia that it wasn't. 
And then, yeah, I just looked at like a couple different sources. Krungbin, Krungbin. I was like, oh, that's easier than I was trying to pronounce it. Yeah, that's not too bad. Uh, my last note is just seven out of 10 danceable. I just moved in what felt like slow motion while snapping my fingers to the beat. There you go. So you're still moving at this point in the album at the very least. I am. Yes, I am. I'm not wheelchair bound yet. I have not broken my bones. Thank goodness. I think we've been through far more dance albums than this. Of This was the one to get you. Like, I'd be like, are you serious? Are you just that old now? Have we been doing this too long? Are you stupid? <laughs> like maybe that, that that just goes to show how long we've been doing this podcast. Though it's like if this like this generally chill album can injure you by moving slightly. <laughs> like we we turned to I turned to face my shelf and I pulled my back. Out. If you didn't injure yourself during Arctic Monkeys, then chances are you'll be fine in this one. This is true. I am looking for a uh, a album that isn't pop music that most of the songs are 10 out of 10 danceable so if anyone wants to if you know of one and want to request it please please do i would love to uh 10 out of 10 a lot of these songs i I feel like that that's just gonna open the floodgates to albums that aren't 10 out of 10s like that but like people just be like oh try this one try this one oh that's fine that's fine that's all part of the requests hell yeah i'm down to try all right, we'll move on to song number seven. Evan finds the third room. Well, good for him. Oh, yeah. This um, song. Yeah, no, oh, go, ahead, first. go ahead. No, no, no. You first, please, please, please. You could probably say something more positive than me. Go ahead. Okay. Um. So after listening to this album a couple times, this is the song that stuck out to me the most only because of the yes. Yes. Coming through it. I was like, okay. And it definitely sounds programmed in like it sounds like the yes is a sample but then after watching them play it live like clearly she says it um but i like the i like the idea that they found some random sample of someone saying yes and they just slapped it in for some reason that's more enjoyable to me see i would much rather have the sample of the song yeah by caius uh where it's literally just two seconds and the guy just says yeah and then the song ends they should, so they should use that sample instead. It'd be a lot better. I don't know how hard I can roll my eyes, but I tried. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, one of my first notes is literally about that repetition, too. It's a, it's a funky track, but the repetition of the word yes gets irritating very quickly. You gotta wonder how <laughs> many vo- you, you, you got to wonder how many vocal takes it took. At least a couple dozen, I would imagine. <laughs> me at all and there's so many times at repetition i'm like please murder me what, what was the most bother me what was it steely dan i think it was that had that repetition where we both ranked it as the least favorite on the album uh, yeah uh well i know that at the end of Bodhisattva, uh he keeps saying it and we're like okay you could have liked me cut one or two out of there that's really annoying the other one the other one had a line that was like the entire song though and it just didn't stop Ooh, i don't know why i don't remember that Hold on, it's in my it's maybe, in my my rating book right here. It's, if maybe, I maybe it was so name. terrible that I had to scrub Showbiz it from my kids. memory. Showbiz kids. That was it. Yeah, I didn't How like that song it? very much. <laughs> no, and hence why it appeared as our, <laughs> our bottom song on each list. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, at least you like the repetition. Me, it, I just, it just, it bothered me. It's like, why is it here? Why are you doing that? Like, it doesn't do anything. Ugh. Every day that passes, I realize that I like funky disco. I already knew like I like disco beat where it's sort of just like, um, I I don't really know how many beats on the hi-hat, but it's like hi-hat snare, hi-hat snare. And it's just like that sort of disco. I fucking love that. Um, So this song, super down for. 
Uh, I like the use. I love the use of vocals and it gets my attention enough that I hear it, but it doesn't kill any other sounds like it does. It's not obtrusive or obnoxious or anything. It's just sort of mixed in there. Um, uh, very easy to dance to. I was kind of doing like like a um, step, step, clap, step, step, clap, like you'd assume in like American country square dancing. <laughs> Super easy to do. And this song actually gets a 12 out of 10 danceable. Oh, it was so danceable for me. Oh, my God. You were probably even sitting there going, yes, every time it happened to you. But that's like you're just singing along proudly while you're dancing. Well, I wasn't singing. That was your opportunity but, to say yes. But <laughs> no, I'm ruining the joke. Um, as I'm listening to it, I'm kind of like moving back and forth. And then my shoulders settle on the yes. So I'm I'm fully engaged in the danceability of this song. This song made me develop ticks. Every time she said yes, I twitched a little bit. <laughs> My head twitched. My shoulders scratching your neck. You're like, oh my god, I hate this. Yeah, and then you just look like a like big red raw arch across <laughs> my bicep, and everything like that. Aww. It's like, did you do that while listening to the song? Yes. <laughs> that just yes, yes. And you're like, I can't stop. Uh, I mean, I, the song is good. Other than that, I mean, like, I don't want to just rip on it too much for that particular part. Although yeah. it happens a lot in this song, um, I, I appreciate the pickup and pacing and mood and i'm glad that they sprinkle stuff like this throughout the album so that's good uh and like at the first after the first half i i do feel like the song dragged a little bit though it was four yeah. minutes exactly yes <laughs> just gonna come, come back because nothing really changes beyond uh in the second half so like it was hard to keep my attention after a while and then knowing that i had to sit through like another verse of yes, yes. really kind of got to me so this i was just like that's enough room. yes this well, Evan, is the third room. Maybe Evan should get his ass in the third room so that way we don't have to hear yes anymore. Or behind a wall, you just hear It's like, keep it pound on the wall. Keep, keep it down. It's 11 o'clock. Shut up. It's oh, 2.30 in the afternoon. Shut up. <laughs> At the, Get a, a good idea of what you thought of the song. This 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 song is what it would like make me cranky on a vacation. But again, oh, I, I do like the song. Just the the yes part is annoying. That's all. Yeah, I I <laughs> hate repetition, and I actually didn't mind it. So either uh, I, I am expanding my horizons, or you are easily irritated this week. <laughs> maybe I am. I've been very busy. I don't know. But also, let, let's use another example. Then when we did Oasis, and you, you, there was that one song that had a lot of repetition. You hated it so much that you counted every single time that Liam Gallagher said this one particular line at the end of the song. It was like like sixteen times. It was fucking annoying. But it's like it wasn't. It wasn't once a bar. It was like four times a bar. It's like, it, are you fucking kidding? It doesn't matter. If you could at least sprinkle other things between that that are more legible than the other background vocals that were happening, it would be fine. But just yes, every like eight notes. Yeah, and then it's, like, it's this is the third room. Yeah, but yes. it's like this third room. Yes. Yes. This yes. is the third room. I I like that song. It's super catchy. I bet. Let's move on. How about that? <laughs> uh song number eight, the last one wasn't a hymn. <laughs> this song makes me feel sad. And I don't know if it's like the emotional sad is the like the other one, but 
the imagery I got from this, because there are bells in the song, which I like, it kind of makes me feel like I'm in New York City for Christmas and I'm watching everyone with their loved ones, but I'm all alone. And it's the kind of alone that even a stranger holding the door open for you feels like a connection. And that's how I felt about this song. It made me sad, but like, no, it made me sad. It just made me sad. What, interesting, because I, did, I didn't get that feeling from this one. No? Because like, um, I can just kind of tag on to that by saying, like, I, I know I realized that I said I like the, the, like the more, like the pickups in this album and everything like that when the energy yeah. picks up. But, like, um, going all in on, like, the Dreamer tracks like this one, on like, how they do in this one, I actually, it is nice to hear. I do like this one, the way it feels and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just got more dreamy vibes from it. Maybe like gentle, dreamy, kind of like peaceful in a way. Yeah. Like, I, I guess I can see alone. where the melancholy would come in, but yeah. at the same time, I guess I don't feel it. So, uh, it just, but it, it felt peaceful. So at least it has that, but I can see where you could maybe be happy or sad in this mix somewhere. Maybe a combination of the two. Maybe you're just peaceful with being alone. <laughs> As always. <laughs> Oh, it's so sad. I'm a, I'm in my tiny little box of room with fucking cheese head over here. That's all I that, that's all I have to keep me company. So I look at him, I say a few things, he doesn't answer. I'm like, oh yeah, I am alone. Uh-huh. Just waiting for your reaction on that one. That's so, that's so sad. I was gonna I was gonna say a bunch of stuff, but I'm not alone ever. So I mean, I don't know what that's like. That room's gonna drive you crazy. The flowers will start talking to you. Maybe I was thinking that where name the one wall- of them Jacob Dylan. You can call him the wallflower. <laughs> you have to now. I, I wish I was dead. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, this one right here, back here. That one's Jacob with a K. Done. But now my fat head covers it. Now you don't get to see. So, so you have the Bob Dylan guitar and the Jacob Dylan flower in your room. Yes. You, got, you just got the whole family showing up. I, I don't have a shoulder harness for a harmonica, but I do have a harmonica. So if you want uh, those that aren't, to make those aren't expensive. <laughs> if you want that to make an appearance, I will just blow the highest note into the microphone next show. So there's your asthma. <laughs> you're welcome. Um the rest that the the other notes I have for the song. Um Again, I had mentioned this earlier in the album, the percussion here, beautiful shakers, bells, hand, definite hand drums in this one. I love it. This is fantastic. Um, The kids laughing with the birds at the end of this really sort of meld this and the next song together because it comes right at the end of the track and then the next song starts. So I don't know whether that is more of a closer for this one or an entry for the next one, but either way, it kind of felt like to me, because I felt sort of sad and lonely during the song, having the birds and the kids, it kind of felt like a, to me, felt like a new day where it's like you wake up in the morning, your windows open, you hear the kids playing the birds going and you're like, okay, we're going to start again. I was sad yesterday. I'm I'm going to do better today. I'm going to try better today. And I found that this song (laughs) was zero out of 10 danceable, but it makes me want to call up a friend. (laughs) Well, at the very least, you get to talk to me for an hour if that's any consolation at all. It it is. It is. It is. Because then I get to stop and I'll talk to you again for for an entire week. And then you get to hear about how lonely I am. That makes you feel even worse. 
<laughs> and then I look at my phone, look at the text and go, not today, Satan. <laughs> Put my phone down. That works too. <laughs> you 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 mentioned about the the kids and the birds making things oh, like kind of yeah. kind of feel better and everything like that. Let let's yeah. t- let me tie this back into earlier when I mentioned about floating in the water at the beach. This is where the kids yeah. and everything come up, and this yeah. is where I'm laying my tube and I white knuckle and grit my teeth saying, "Get away from my portion of the beach." <laughs> You showed up first thing in the morning because you were like, no one's going to be there. I'm going to be alone. This is going to be fantastic. And then around 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, that's when the kids come. And then you're like, you know what? I got things to do. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Yeah, and like I've been I've been in that floaty tube for so long that like I'm so sunburnt that you could smell the burning hair <laughs> on my chest. Ew. So I'm Ew. just like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I should get out of the water now. You know, and you just use the, the kids as the uh, the alarm for when you're ready to go. Hey, don't say, ew, there's nothing wrong with chest hair. I just, the smelling the burning oh, chest yeah, hair. I'm like, so. oh, oh, that's fine. No, I got chest hair on my own. I understand. I pluck it out with the tweezers. Hell yeah, you know, hair buds. Little... Yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> just, just, uh, it's like Airbud the dog, but we can be hair bud. There you go. There's, there's my weird dad joke of the day. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, a little, little harder, and you'll reach your brain. Oh my god, I wish I I just want to poke through my eyes enough they come out the back of my skull. Uh, I only have one more note about the song too. Uh, yes. Some of the softer and higher tone passages towards the end were really nice touch. It was a nice change up from the guitar leading the entire time. So like in the first half of the track. So yeah, there was that much more to enjoy, but I guess, but still didn't do a whole lot for me though. Fair enough. All right, song number nine, penultimate track, rules. Okay, so it only took to track nine for it to start to feel a little repetitive. I know for you it was a hell of a lot earlier, but I'm I'm still not mad about it, and I still like it. Um, but this this track, I know that I had mentioned a lot of the sort of auxiliary percussion and the other instruments that have come in. Um, this one, the percussion, like the extra stuff kind of sounds like a shaking bag of coins. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like a, a stack of small symbols. You know, I've seen that in like, uh, Mike Portnoy and, uh, Neil Peart's drum kits and all that stuff. And it sounds great. It's very like bright and shiny sounding. Um, but this one just sounds like, like, um, someone's taking a bag of coins and trying to lure somebody with them like come here i got, I got them i got them for you so that was the imagery i got from this um i only have three very short notes about this one so i'm just going to kind of nail them all out right now and i'm going to start off by saying right at the top i feel like i've heard this one already not that yeah. it sounds bad but we're running the well a little dry at this point Yes. Which I guess isn't terrible considering we're nearly at the end of the album that I'm making a note like that. So I'm like, okay, we got one more song to go. I can live through this. We're going to, we're going to make it. Um, Everything still sounds good though. I mean, like there's once again, great chemistry between the three that never really went away and spoiler alert. It doesn't for the last song either. Uh, I like the way the track ends on something of a somber note. So there you go. There's your little bit of sadness for the day, even though I guess other tracks felt like that too. And then I just literally in the last note, apologize. I'm sorry. I don't have much more to say without sounding redundant. (laughs) Okay, good, good. Because my note for this one is I don't even know what to say about this that I haven't already said. Things like the bass is sick. The guitar is like a voice that is telling me a story. The drums are tight as fuck. The extra percussion instruments are solid and I love them. And I love how tight the playing is and the imagery. All of this gives me, I don't know what else to say aside from the 
all the stuff that I've already been saying. But this one, four out of 10 danceable. Again, it's more of a thinker. And that's literally all I got for this one. Yeah, that's fine. It's funny because it's a four minute and 30 second track. You think we'd have more, but no, that's kind of it. <laughs> yeah, it, it does sort of repeat a lot of the elements that were introduced earlier in the album. It's just the reverb guitar and the bass and the drum hand in hand doing its thing. And it's just it's it's hard to kind of go track by track and pick out different things when really it's just a three piece with some extra percussion elements in different songs. So it's easy to mention those extra percussions because it's different. But when each song is just sort of the bass holding down the beat, the drums being tight as hell and the guitar doing whatever the fuck, the guitar is like an ADHD child in a mall. It's just like, we're going to look at that. We're going to look at that. We're going to do this. Then we're going to do that. And then the bass and the drums have the hands of the child. It's like, you're not running off. You can, you can look at everything, but you're not leaving. And that's kind of how I feel like this entire album is set. It's like the bass and the drums keep it tight. And then the guitar is just sort of set to do whatever it is that it wants. It's that kid who would uh, run away in his Zellers and hide in the clothing rack. So the parents go frantically yes. looking for it. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then you, you see that happen. And then 10 minutes later, you see the parent just white knuckling the kid's hand. It's like, you are not going anywhere. You had a little bit of freedom. You took advantage of it. Now we're going home. That's right. We're getting out the leash. Yeah, exactly. We're getting the harness. Oh, God. I'm glad that wasn't a thing when I was a kid. We're getting the harness and the shock collar. <laughs> this kid That's is fucking terrible. This kid will be afraid to do anything for years. Oh, my God. Right. All right. Let's move on to the final track on the album. Song number 10, Friday Morning. You first, please. Last song. Um. Yeah, this this is the longer one, nearly seven minutes long, six minutes yeah. and fifty seconds. Um, it's another thing where it kind of felt similar to other tracks, but it was different enough. And I think one of the biggest things that made it stand out was its pacing changes all over the track. Yes. Um. So for That's the first, what it's called. Yeah, like it, it happened so naturally in the first little while. The song that you couldn't even I couldn't even really tell on my first couple of listens. So at the very least, um, like I was enjoying that. I was like, oh, it's, it's like slower. Oh, it's faster, slower. So that, that was kind of nice, but yeah. it doesn't, it's not so like jarring that it would like take you by surprise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after the first few listens, like, oh yeah, that is a thing that's happening. So that was cool. Um, the singing in the song too, though distant again, feels like it's more part of the atmosphere. This is where I finally made that note. Although looking at it, <laughs> yeah. in, looking at it in hindsight though, I realized, Oh, yeah. that's like many other tracks on the song. Just not fucking what it was. It lady in the man or whatever. Or lady in the beast. Yeah. Or, second one, lady in the man, lady in the tramp. <laughs> not even close, but yes. Cool. Uh, uh, yeah. So this one feels part of the atmosphere. It helps with the overall mood of the track. And it's something I kind of realized towards the end that it's been happening before. So at the very least I was noticing it now and it did uh, help my enjoyment of the track though. Good. Um, the whole like slowing down, speeding up. I, I didn't really know how else to describe that. So my note just says, I love that it slows down nearing the end for a bit and then comes back up to speed again and then repeats that slow to fast tempo. And then as the song is ending, it ends on that sort of slower, 
feel, which is nice because the song fades out. It doesn't hard end. So it's kind of like it's literally running out of steam and it's slowing down. And I think that is a perfect ender for this. I don't know if I would pick any other song to end it. I don't know if I would pick this one, but I feel like the layout of these tracks on this album, I have no qualms with i have no suggestions at all i'm totally fine with accepting it the way that it was presented um i i i didn't really speak much on this song in particular a lot of them were just sort of generic um comments although the first time that i listened to this album i couldn't really discern many songs from others because like you're listening to it in order, songs are like, unless the song is ending, you don't really know that you're on to another song, except for a couple of them, which you know, like uh, Evan finds the third room, the repetition of the word yes, you know yes. that that's a different song. So I, I found that that stuck out the most. Um, but I found that this song wasn't any different. And until writing like sitting down and writing the review i didn't know this song was almost seven minutes i thought this song was like two different songs i didn't even notice and then as i'm sitting here because my notes have the song title and the 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 duration i'm like holy shit i had no idea so cool um again the song super dreamy and I feel like this album, like the uh, the requester, unfortunately, I do not remember their name. Hydro Man Ran. Yes. Um, just like they said, this album definitely could be the soundtrack to my day-to-day life. I pop one earbud in when I'm at work. I listened to it. I was like, I could fucking listen to this while grocery shopping. This is sweet. Um, and I will definitely be checking out their other albums. Oh, there you go. At least you found something that you liked out of it. I did. Um, yeah, I, I do like the, the speed changes, but like I like them more in the beginning that, yeah. that happens in the first half. Because in the second half, like the constant speed up and slow down, like towards the end, kind of feels a little strange. Like being slowed down in traffic, like your car picks up speed a little bit. Oh, you know, there you go. Stop a little bit. Pick up speed a little bit. Oh, notice it in the beginning. I only heard it in the end. It, it happens like n- not as frequently in the beginning. So yeah, that's why I think it was more enjoyable because you, you get like a little more of each section. Yeah. Whereas in the end, it was happening way more frequently. And it yes. just, it, it, yes. it felt like you're being edged essentially. It's just, yes. just like, just yes. finish me, please. Yes. Yes. And then when it ends sort of on the, on the, the low, you're like anticipating it speeding up. And then when it doesn't, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. I sincerely hope the people upstairs just heard me yell that. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. How about no? <laughs> Stay the fuck out of my business. Uh, but oh my God. I do like the, the warm feeling the song rolls out on. So yeah. at the very least, it had that going for it. Uh, yeah, like a decent end to the album, too. Maybe it rules with a good went well here, but overall, yeah. this, this worked, too. That's fine. This one doesn't get a danceable score because it would be zero. So I didn't even bother. There you it's go. not very danceable. It's it's again a thinker. You sit there, you listen to it, you enjoy it, you just stay the fuck still. You, you got plenty more dancers on the album anyway, so no big deal. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think overall, kind of touching on what you're saying, like this being part of like your everyday life, like just as kind of like a soundtrack in the background. That's essentially what it would have to be for me because like yeah. listening to this album critically was, it, it felt like forever to get through, but yeah. like 
Uh, I the first time I popped this album on to like just kind of get it in my head, I was I just went out for a walk. Like I was walking through parks and stuff. So that yeah. was fine because like that's just me walking through. I'm not like breaking things down in my head. I'm just listening yeah. to and experiencing it. That was fine. Uh, so yeah, in in any other context, this album is harder to listen to. Uh, not that it sounds bad. Not that it's yeah. super complex. But just you have to be in the mood for it. You absolutely have to be in the mood for it. And I mean. It can be hard to, especially when I'm supposed to like sit down song by song, pausings type, listen pausings yeah. type. It's a little harder to listen to that way, but it's it's not bad overall. I I hated having to review this because all I wanted to do was listen to it. Like I walk around at work. Like unfortunately, the setting is a, not a park. It's not nature, but the fact that I can kind of lose my mind into what I'm listening to without having to really listen to it too much. It was just sort of coming at me and I was accepting it and having to review. It was kind of difficult because all I wanted to do was just sit back and just let it take over me and then, you know, walk away from it. But having to explain how I feel or what it sounds like, a little difficult, but I'm glad that going forward, I can listen to this without having to talk about it. So... I'm glad that it's over. Yeah, glad that part done. is over now. No no glad more time to paper or anything or fingers to keyboard, yeah. whatever you do. I, <laughs> I do fingers to keyboard. I used to actually write them down in a notebook, and then I realized, gross, that is the most inefficient way to do anything. I I couldn't do that because it's like, <sighs> also, my, my writing's kind of shitty, so I wouldn't even know what the hell I'm saying. Yeah. The pickle was something i don't even remember pickle in this album it just reminds <laughs> me of the simpsons where homer's trying to invent something and you write something down and it's just a growing pile in the garbage can of crumpled up papers oh i thought you were going to mention when he wrote in the palm of his hand to talk to mindy <laughs> oh my god uh, murphy so you are a uh, elf uncontrollably and then just fucking me my who my get by right by them yeah close enough <laughs> With all that said, and a Simpson reference to close it all out, that brings us to the end of uh, discussing uh, Krungbin and their album. Oh, God, I don't even remember the name of the album. Con, Con Toda El Mundo, that's what it is. If it's not okay. English, I'm not going to remember it. Probably not. It's kind of That just reminds me of doing like Arctic Monkeys or Fishbone all over again, where the titles were like so damn long. Oh, that my I God, yeah. I had to shorten them so much. It's like you do Fallout Boy, and you're like, we're just going to write down the first word and then just pretend we know the rest. Well, I, I think with Fishbone, I just ended up calling that album like Monkey Brain or something like that because, like, give the oh, yeah. monkey, give a a monkey brain a brain and he'll think he's the center of the universe or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yikes. Anyways, that's that. And this is then. We're at the end of, the, well, not, not at the end of the episode, but we're, we're done discussing now. So, hey, thank you very much for making it as far as you have with us so far. And hopefully, you've listened to the album, you have some opinions on it. If you do, let us know down in the comments of wherever you're listening to audio or video. There are comment sections everywhere. And that also works for, for view, too, right? So, again, just looks good on us as well as it is for you because then you can be part of the discussion that we'd like to try to have every single week. Yeah, join our cult. Join the cult. Join the cult. Uh, we call it a club, but yes, it is kind of a cult. So why join not? Join the club. Cult. Join the club. Cult. Okay, that works. <laughs> if, that's, if that's how you're going to advertise it, then that's sure. Why not? Yeah, why not? Uh, well, anyways, more cult activities on the way because now we have to rank the songs as we usually do as part two of three. So above our heads, boom, graphics have changed our names. There are numbers. There's going to be more names. Uh, be, song needs to be specific because it's now time from 10 to 1 on each side to decide where exactly all these songs fall. Uh, I, I have no idea how many matches we're going to have, if any. Oh, I don't think we're going to have any. 
let's see. Last week I said two, and we had one. Uh, maybe one this week, but I'm I'm not too confident on that one. Can I guess uh, within a margin of error of like two or three percent where you're going to place this album? We're not at that part yet, so no. Oh, damn. But I want to say it beforehand. Okay. Well, yeah, you can still say it beforehand, but we're not rating the record yet. We're ranking songs. I don't think we're going to get any matches uh, song-wise, and I think that you will rate the entire record as 72. What did I tell you? Just I'm wait. doing it anyways. Nope. Well, I'm, I'm going to completely forget what you said, and then it won't even matter anyways. That's fine. It's on the it's on the camera. It's fine. Cool. That's fine. I can just cut this part out. Anyways, <laughs> let's start ranking songs now. So song number 10, Evan Finds the Third Room. Yes. Uh, Como de Quiero. Uh, oh, that's the one with the T-E? Quiero? Yes. Yeah, because they're, they're similar, so I gotta be careful. It's like doing that Elliot Smith thing with their everyone and everything. Yes, yeah. Um, number nine, a hymn. Nine, lady and man. Oh, this is, I'm not hopeful. Number eight, rules. Como me quieres. I'm so sorry. It's all good, uh, because that's where my number seven is. Como me quieres. Shades of man. Shades. Number six, Como Te Quiero. August 10. August 10. Number five, August 10. <laughs> Look at all these one-offs. Number five, Rules. Number four, Shades of Man. Uh, Maria, Maria Tambien. Maria. The French lady on the street. Uh, we can only match one more, but I don't think we're going to. Oh, and now that it. I said it. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but it's not going to be this one, though. Number three, lady and man. Number three, Friday morning. That's it. That's over. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you're. Oh, my God. I cannot believe we're not. You're 10 and nine. But check it out. Number two, Friday morning. <laughs> number two, a hymn. So many one offs. I swear to God. And number one, Maria Tembe. <laughs> Number one, Evan finds the third room. Yes. <laughs> this is the third room. This is also yes. the dawning of the age of Aquarius, apparently. I don't this know. is the dawn. This is the age of Aquarius. There you go. Age of Aquarius. I don't actually sing like that. I just don't want to actually give that away for free. So. You have nowhere else to give it unless you do karaoke of your own Kofi. I will not do karaoke. I am so scared of other people. No, thank you. You can do it by yourself in your room and then just upload the video. It's fine. That, that way you don't have to live perform in front of people. So I've thought of actually like doing a YouTube channel where I'm not going to say what it, what I want it to be called because I actually want to use that name still. But it's just me sitting at the computer in the living room and the camera just facing my back and I have headphones on and I'm just poorly singing songs where I can't hear myself, so I don't know how well I'm doing. So it's like a, it's like a POV asthma, like watching <laughs> watching me sit on the computer and sing to myself while you can't hear your TV program or something like that. Yeah, 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 but it's like loud. It's not me just muttering. Very obnoxious. Yeah. Fuck yeah, why we'll not? We'll see if that works. <laughs> right. Find me on one of those meme websites. Oh, shit. Well, while you're figuring out the logistics of that, I guess it's time we go over and rate the record because that's kind of what we got to do now. So just uh, switch screens. Hey, look what's over there. 
All right, here we are on the album rating screen. Oh my God, so many things done, so many B-tier albums, but at least, at the <laughs> very least, last week, and there wasn't another one. You know why? Because Chris chose the album. It was another A-tier album. We did Elliot Smith's figure eight. Great album. Still love it. And that's yeah. what caused Savannah to hang a guitar in the background of her room. Damn right. Oh, yeah. Exactly. But now we have to figure out where the hell uh, this request for uh, Krungbin's album is going to go. And just before we kind of dive into that score, uh, I'm going to read the rest of what Hydro Man Ran had to yeah. say about the album, too, because he already kind of gave his favorite song being August 10. And it's only like one more sentence that he uh, he kind of has for this. It just says uh, he'd give this if he had to rate this an eight out of 10, which there's 10 songs. So that's going to work. So an eight or maybe even a nine point five, depending on the number of adult beverages consumed. <laughs> so nice. you've either a minus tiered it or s tiered it that's that's pretty much how that works nice i like that well that's more than we've ever done <laughs> yes although i did s tier uh mr Bungles california so i mean that's something to say so that's what 90 percent and over yes that's like although it's not on our list because we're never going to hit it but anything over 90 yeah. percent would technically be considered s tier yes okay now I assumed from the just because every time we do like an instrumental band, it's always sort of like heavier. It's kind of medley rock. Every time we've done like one. I, exactly. So every time um, I thought that this was going to be a little harder and more intense than this, but this was fantastic. It seemed to mix my love for so many genres into one. No yacht rock, but you know what? We'll get there someday. This is going on my regular rotation. Great request. I loved it. I rated this album. Shocker, everybody. Put your Pikachu faces on. 88.1. I really, I really like this album. Still couldn't S tier, but you still got it. I know. I was so close, but it is the highest rated album that we've done so far. Yeah, no shit. Well, well, wait, no, no, that you've done, that you've that rated I've personally. I've done, that I I've done. I'd say 90% of Mr. Bongo. Yeah, yeah, no, you you have definitely been a little more generous than I have. I have high standards, and this definitely met it. So I liked it a lot. Thank you. Which is interesting, because when I was listening to this, like I was trying to think of like not only what I think about it, I'm like, I wonder what Savannah's going to think about this. And like, yeah, I, it, you're notoriously difficult to please. So oh my I God, figured, yes. I figured like, oh, this is going to be another one of those like 79% situations. You might like it, but if you don't <laughs> like it, it's probably going to be like closer to 70. But yeah, 88.1, not bad. Yeah, right. Uh, me, on the other hand, uh, not a terrible album, but I wasn't super into it. Uh, so this is what makes the score so interesting to me, because I gave it a dead even 73%. I would... Yeah, you, you killed it with the score this time. And because Close. of your absolutely phenomenal score, this is the first time a uh, requested album, I believe, has reached the A tier. And I got it there. 88.55% A minus no. tier. There's no way... That you said 88. Oh, 80, 80. Sorry. Oh my 80. god. 5. I was gonna say. Yeah, I was like, how the hell do I have 73? You have 88 and right? the album's still 88. No, it's 80.55. It, it is 0.01% better than Michael Jackson's thriller, but it still does not touch system of a down. Yeah, but then doesn't that knock you out of the top five? <laughs> yes. No, no, I'm not even in the top five. I thought Michael Jackson uh, was in top five, wasn't he? Or was no, he number that was six? Number six. Ah, you're down so to we lucky just seven now. It. We just replaced it. Well, no, I guess it's a request. It doesn't count. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm still in the top ten. Still hanging on. <laughs> Starting to slide a little bit, but yeah, you're still, still hanging on. Well, I, I imagine 
that when it comes to a top 10, you look at the top five and you're like, cool, like top three, you're like, they get a medal. Top five, yeah, they did really well. And then you kind of look at like six and seven. And then from eight to 10, you're like, I don't give a shit. So as long as I don't drop down past eight, we're fine. Then people will pay attention. Or at least I can have... Fuck, I'm looking at this list and there's just my my choice under five of yours and on top of six of yours, seven of yours. Yeah, look at I'm looking at the same list you are now. Look at all those K's. You are sandwiched very hard between a many, many K's. Oh, my Lord. I need to pick better albums. I better like the albums I pick. Just, just so everyone is referenced to uh, at the point of recording this, I guess it's now knocked down to spot number 16. The highest requested album before this was 79.61. That was Tomahawk's self-titled album. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's at, now at number 16 was at number 15. So, yeah, this one really uh, did gangbusters because Savannah loved it. I did. I did. And I definitely want to listen to more of them. And from a band that... I didn't even know if they were going to be English because looking at the band name, you're just like, I have no idea what to expect. Thai name with Spanish song it. titles. Right. And <laughs> I was I like, oh into? man, I, I forgot that it was instrumental. And I was like, oh my God, I really hope these aren't like Spanish lyrics that I'm going to have to sort of figure out the vibe. But aside from, from that, man, it was good. I liked it. Thank you. There you go. Yeah, you finally got something that you truly, oh. obviously enjoyed. You like hey. this more than Russia's 2112. That's insane. Oh. Yes, I did. Oh, my Lord. I can't <laughs> yeah. believe it. Making, I feel, you, you I feel like a I'm vomit sound. Because I'm betraying them. I I betrayed them by even bringing up Roll the Bones. I feel like I did not do the band. A, I did them a disservice. Yeah, the only positive thing you've done for Rush now is you've uh, talked individually about one of their songs that nobody cares about. <laughs> it is Yuch. so it is so dated. Too. Oh, it is, that's why it doesn't work years well. Old. It does not work well these days. <laughs> because after you after you made that video, I actually uh, read the lyrics and listened to the songs. Like, oh boy, it's so it is so dated and so tacky, but I love it so much. Yeah. Well, with all of this uh, excitement out of the way, that brings us to the end of our request episode, episode 73, uh, Krungbins. I have to rem- I, I almost always forget how to say it as I'm about to say it. Krungbins, uh, con-, con todo el mundo, speaking of forgetting how to say things. <laughs> well, it's the end of the episode, so that means I don't want to have to say it again. That's fine. Uh, Hydro Man Rand, uh, I'm sorry that I didn't like the album as much, but man, you've made Savannah break her own record today. So Yay, got- and I'm notoriously hard to please. Thank you. And you got an A- to your album. No requester so far has hit that mark tomahawk came close but you did it congratulations you're actually in nice. you're, you're in with the beautiful people now you are one of us <laughs> yay i'm still waiting for my membership card but yay and you you even beat out savannah's a a tier pick too so that means you're better than her uh spots now open for a new co-host yay go fuck yourself exactly i guess i'll have to huh <laughs> <laughs> See you later. <laughs> oh God. I'm like, uh, because goodbye. I, I, as, as soon as I said, I guess I have to. Then I realized, like, I had nowhere to go with that. I was like, well, <laughs> double down, double down. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we are at the end of the episode, though. So thank you very much for making it this far with us, hanging out, listening to all of our opinions, and now we want to hear yours. What are your thoughts on the album? Where'd you rank the songs? Where'd you rate the record? Once again, let us let us know down in the comment section of wherever you're listening to audio or video. There's comment sections everywhere. Leave your reviews. Hit the like button. Do all that kind of stuff. 
help build this up in the community and you can like leave your opinions while doing it. So it's a win-win for everyone. I think it works perfectly. You can also do it over on our social medias at Rate the Record Podcast over on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. There are ways of doing that. So by all means, do that too. But those links can all be found at ratetherecord.ca. Other links that can be found too, of course, ko-fi.com slash rate the record as mentioned before. If you want to sub financially support the show, uh, there is the option to do that uh, again. Uh, the RTR Club or one-time donation. There's also the album giveaway link. Just a reminder, Mr. Bungles California is being given away for April 2023. Brand new vinyl copy of Mr. Bungles California. So if you want that and you live in Canada, the United States, UK, or Australia, go ahead. Good luck signing up for that. Uh, we have, I think we have a few already uh yeah. entered into that so that's good uh nice. so make sure you're one of them too because it's i'm pretty sure it's gonna be a pretty popular album to give away and of course requesting albums hydroman ran did today and you can too so make sure you go to that link let us know what you want to hear maybe we'll check it out it's very rare that we turn down albums but at the same time who knows but we would love to know what you would like us to cover yes and there have been quite a few requests whether i know the band or not just like the uh what what is it uh what what is that faith no more the one we just album? did yeah no the, the blue one that's it i want to call it midlife crisis i'm like no that's just a song it's not the album you said that no one, when i said the one we just did and you said yeah you said no it's no yeah that is the one we did yeah because i don't remember anything um go. that one that one i listened to on repeat i knew the band didn't hear the album and i'm super pleased also tomahawk super pleased so these requests are goddamn stellar and i would love to hear more of what you're listening to so i can listen to it too so there you go yeah some requested albums haven't done so well with you but other ones have yes when they have they really have and i listen to them in my spare time so i'm excited about that fantastic so yeah send in those requests i uh, very much appreciate it yeah. and also lessons are load a little bit so hey there you go <laughs> Yes, I I like just being told what to listen to. It is just it takes that decision fatigue away, you know. Even though I tell you I recommend songs for you, and it's very rare that you end up listening to. Them. Did you listen to any one of those Elliot Smith tracks last week? I did not. Hey, there you go. That's the man I know. But it's still there's still like four tabs up on my Google Chrome. Still open <laughs> a week later. What's up? Alrighty then. Well, it's, well, Savannah stares at her screen and ultimately not listens to the song. I guess we'll go ahead and let you go since we're at the end of the episode. But before we go, Woo! speaking of Savannah, okay, uh, I, I'm going to give my own little hint before you give yours. Uh, if anyone's been listening for a long enough time, oh, by the way, we have to give you a little sneak preview of what to expect next week. And this is exactly what this is. My hint, even though it's not the album that I chose, been referencing this one for a while and it's not Elliot Smith. This is the one I'm super excited to cover. <laughs> this, is not. One, this, is, this is the one that should be very interesting to fact that i have to listen to it for like four or five times over the next week i'm just gonna be like oh no <laughs> okay so the album for next week uh this band is known for their sort of one hit wonder i'm almost positive they don't have any other hits they don't deserve all. it <laughs> and uh i believe at least one member i'm pretty sure two members of this band ended up going to play on one record of a, uh, I guess, well-known prog band. Oh, so they played with Porcupine Tree, did they? Yes. Yes, they did. Yes. They played. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that choke's not going to die for a couple weeks. Um, they played Triangle and uh, Hambone. 
ham bone, like an actual real ass ham bone. I'm not a hundred percent sure what a ham bone is. I feel like it's a. a, a it's one of those Nordic instruments where they actually oh, use man. real bones. I'm looking up ham bone instrument. Hmm. A body percussion technique. Maybe it's like when you slap your hands around. Oh, so like a hillbilly type of instrument. I think I think it might be like slapping your hands on your knees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, is- yeah, yeah. Like that that YouTube video of the guy is ham boning is the act of stomping, slapping, and padding of one's arms, legs, and chest. So oh, it's like that Ant Man commercial it. from like four or five years ago where it was like uh, Paul Rudd and uh, Michael Douglas just going. Ant-Man. That's what it Ant-Man. would be. That's what it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of this is a lie, but that's what ham boning is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I guess. Uh, next week should I'm be. I'm so excited for this. Oh my god! It's I hope not it blows even like me my, away. I hope, I hope my like expectations my, are wrong. It's not even like my favorite thing, but the fact that you're just so up in arms for having to do it, I love it so much. So, sometimes I can create the best content. Oh my god! One hit wonder bands are fantastic. I love it so much. Got to do Lou Bega eventually. <laughs> uh, eventually and i do want to say just if you've gotten this far in the episode and you're like should i support them on kofi chris has his own set of individual videos i'm taking 90s one hit wonders and i'm going to listen to the entire album and see if the other songs are better than that actual one hit and i use the word hit so loosely <laughs> This this record we're doing next week, that's not part of it. It's completely on its own. But I figured to uh, to stick with my branding of 90s ridiculous alt rock bands that 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 is what I'm going to do. So if you if you're interested, you got Kofi.com slash rate the record. Insert RTR meme here that I usually post on Instagram. <laughs> right. You know what? Instead of fighting it, I'm going to lean right into it. I lean might, might as well because I have full control. <laughs> Exactly. Well, anyways, while you home. go while you go look at those rate the record memes over on Instagram, and while you try to guess what I'm so excited to do next week, go ahead and go listen to some awesome music. Like, check out Krungbin if you haven't done that. Yeah, I mean, I loved good. it, so maybe you will too. Go listen to some awesome music, and we'll see you again real soon. So take care, friends. Bye bye. <laughs>